0: So, hello and welcome to Hotspur Way podcast because there clearly aren't enough Tottenham Hotspur podcasts. So, here's another one. I'm James, and with me we have Perchy. Perchy, how are you, mate?
1: I'm good, mate. Thank you for having me on.
0: Oh, it's good to have you on. So I I started watching yourself on YouTube, and I thought, right, yeah, I definitely want to have uh, a pod with you on it, and I think mm-hmm. that uh, it would it would be quite fun. And as we said when we spoke about it as well before, what we don't want is like any vanilla pods. Like we don't want to come a- across like we're some sort of media channel, like far yeah, yeah. far from it. Do you know what I mean? So this is the first show in hopefully many, and we'll yeah, see we'll see. Okay. Yeah, we'll see how it goes. This is going to be quite a short one. We'll keep it nice, mm-hmm. nice and and short and sweet. And so, tell the listening public who you are and uh, what you do.
1: Yeah, um, uh, Perchy, um, I'm on um on socials a tw- lot on Twitter and stuff. Um, I live out I live out in Spain, but I moved out a couple of years ago. Um, but yeah, no, I, I currently have a host lead the uh the perch tv youtube channel um go and check that out um and yeah talk all things spurs really
0: cool so were you ever a season ticket holder or have you been in spain for a long time or
1: uh only a couple of years have been spent um i was basically i was offered him but i never took i never took a season ticket so um uh, because i was just it was it was that sort of period and i wasn't sure when i was actually moving out here and when i got offered once so i was like ah i won't i won't just in case
0: all right, cool. And where are you in Spain, if you don't mind me asking?
1: Oh, oh Barcelona.
0: Oh, Barcelona. lovely, lovely, lovely. Yeah, it's lovely aye. All right, cool. So I've got nothing to say about myself other than I've been on a few pods. Um, and that's that's about it, really. Not really famous at all. So um, <laughs> there you go. So as I said, short and sweet, right? And I, I think that the first question that I want to ask you, and maybe you could ask it of me, is what do you want to see from our team? This coming season.
1: Um, if we talk about the team and everything, I'll be honest. I've said this all along. I say this on my channel. I say this everywhere. I just want to see Spurs implement a plan. I think what the key, the key problem, what we've got at the moment at Tottenham is there's no actual plan. Uh, I feel like we might be going down that route. So touch wood that we might be actually going down an actual route where we've got a plan and going. This is what we're going to do, and we're going to execute it. We've got a plan if. Insert player leaves. We've got a plan if this happens. And so I'm hoping that we just see that because I feel like the last few years is there's just been organised chaos at Tottenham. I, I'd, I'd love to I'd get your thoughts on that because I, yeah. that's how I see it. I, think I genuinely you, call think it you call it organised?
0: You call it organised? Well, well. I, mean,
1: I mean, I was trying to be polite about it, but you know what I mean? It's, it's chaotic at Tottenham in, in the last... Oh, in the last definite last year, it hasn't been organised. I mean you could argue it might be a little bit organized under Pochettino in that way back but yeah the last few years has been absolutely chaos.
0: And what do you want to see what do you expect from um Posto Coglu? Uh
1: is it, well short ter- short term I'll be honest I've said I said all along I don't there's no expectations the next couple of seasons I think we as a football club are a mess. We are an absolute mess from top to down I think. I think it's very unfair if people like, start going, oh, he has to get, because I see people go, he has to get us back into Europe in the Champions League. I was like, whoa, 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 we're nowhere near that yet. We don't know the likes of what's going to happen with Harry Kane. We don't know the likes of what's going to happen to the squad that we have. I think we're, we're at the moment at a stage where we have to be a bit more realistic and go, do you know what, there's teams above us that are much more organised, that have got their ducks in a row, and are still improving at the same time whilst we are trying to basically go, what's going to be our 11 next year? I think you are, I don't think you'll be able to say who will be our first 11 starting next on the first game of the season against Brentford. And I just think, I think at the moment, I think the, the way I look at it and I've always stood by it was, if we're going to, if we're going to actually implement anything properly, I think we need to be very realistic on what we're going because setting targets like getting back in the Champions League, they're unrealistic realistically. If that makes sense,
0: yeah, yeah, definitely. Yes. So, so with me, mate, I think that what we have to do is, as you said, come up with a plan. But I tell you what, the problem is at Spurs, or from what I can see, the main thing is that we've got the majority shareholder owner who we've never heard from. Then we've got yeah. we've got the secondary owner who owns nearly thirty percent, so a takeover stake, let's say, in the club who doesn't want to talk unless he's at yeah. Cambridge. And when he does talk, nearly everything he says is infamous. I then have this massive feeling that he meddles too much. I've said this on other pods, by the way, with, with Spooky on, on his on his shows, mm-hmm. where I don't know if you remember All or Nothing. Do you remember when yeah. Mourinho was talking to Danny Rose and he turns around and he goes, I'm going to go and tell Daniel. And then we saw, yeah. we saw Daniel Levy and the board every day uh, in the... In the canteen. And so if there's no barrier between the players being able, if they don't like something, being able to just go up to Daniel and say, listen, he's made me do this. I don't like it. And then he's meddling. And I think unless that stops, and it's really difficult, by the way, if you've got a micromanager, they thrive on this stuff. They really do. Yep. Agreed. And I'm hoping that with the introduction of Mun, that he is that buffer. I hope so, yeah. Yeah, Daniel Levy, he needs to not be at Hotspur Way or if he is, then, let's plug for the podcast. If he is at Hotspur Way, then he can't be there listening to what the players are saying. You know, he just, Mm. he, he can't be. And he needs to let this manager create the culture. It should have been the other way around, right? It should have been that the, the culture comes from the very top. I mean, in my company, that's how it is. It has to be like that. And, but in our case, as I said, we've got an owner doesn't talk and the other one doesn't want to talk. So we've got Postel Koglu and he's a really strong character. He really is a strong character. He doesn't take any bullshit. And okay. so I hope that he can come in and he can say, listen, this is how we're going to do things. And it's take it or leave it time. I'm not interested. You want to go to Daniel? Well, number one, I hope that he, he's got a good understanding with Mun, where he said to him, Scott, listen, mate, if anyone does come to you, as I've heard about this happening, I've even seen it on Amazon, if it does happen, you send them directly to me. Scott, I'm not in yeah. an Australian accent. Of course, <laughs> I'm going to send them to you. Yeah. Don't worry about it. Because, and if I manage, he's probably said this to Scott, if I, if I have players going above mine and your head to Daniel Levy, and I'm not getting through to him because they think, well, I can just supersede you and go wherever, then we've got issues. We've, we've got really big issues and nothing will ever be fixed but let's just say all of that is fixed what i do expect is and i'm saying this due to familiarity i think that we're going to have the first potch season where we're going to be a bit inconsistent i think we're going to get some we're going to get some high scoring games against us i think that man mm-hmm. city probably i don't know when they i don't have the fixture list in front of us but if they play us before the end of the year at home they will score their first goal at, uh, at YR lane yeah. I still call the stadium my by the way I am not call it uh, so
1: do I so do I
0: but I think that it will take roughly until November for things to click and when they start to click then normally you get a domino effect when you will have the players then starting to believe that this guy who is telling them and screaming at them and not really talking to them so he doesn't really do that right he talks to the mm. team as a whole but not individually that things are starting to work out And then that belief comes in and once that comes in then you'll start to see an upward trajectory of the form kick in. And I think that we could, I'm not saying we're going to make Champions League, I don't think so because there's a lot of players that need to come in and I've been ranting on long enough, but I think that we we, I'm aiming for sixth, put it that that way. I think if we can go two places above, get into the Europa League because fifth position is champions league next year if i'm not mistaken you're correct yeah so i think that that's what's going to happen and um then it's the season after because we are in what we call heavy transition like this different yeah yeah, there's there's different levels of transition we're in heavy transition because if you take a look at our squad they really don't line up with the way that Ange plays um, I don't know if you've watched any of the stuff that's been out there, either from the Athletic or Tifo Football or any of these these videos, which are really really good. By the way, I'd advise you to to yeah, look yeah, them up. Yeah, no, I watched. Uh, yeah, I watched
1: some of that.
0: Yeah, and like Ange doesn't change his, his ways for anyone. Like the reason mm-hmm. he left Australia um, as as the coach there was because the um, the Australian Football Association asked him if he could just play a bit more pragmatically and shut down shop when needed, and he said, "No, I'm not having that. Bye bye." And that was it. Yeah, you know he won't change the way he plays. There is there is plan but A, and that's it I mean, for him. But
1: Not... we need we need someone like that though at this yeah, club. We, do. we need someone at this football club that just sort of gives it a bit, gives it a bit. And I think that I think that's such an important part of it. And it's kind of why I'm excited by him. listen, if start playing better football. We need someone that plays better football. We can't be playing this turgid, uh, pragmatic defensive football because it's absolutely dull and boring. So I, I agree. Like I think we need we need someone that can go and offer that definitely.
0: Yeah, and he's a he's a very strong character, and he's a bit standoffish. So I'll explain what I mean. Even though he looks like a giant teddy bear, he's he's not. So in I I heard an interview with him where he himself said that you can ask any player if I've ever had a chat with them one on one for longer than a minute, and I haven't, and he doesn't what he does is he he uses his coaches to pass on certain messages. And then he will have chats with the entire squad and then the the starting uh, squad on match days. And that's what he does. That's the way he is. So I'm sort of a bit happy that he's like that because I do think we've got quite a few prima donnas in, in our squad. And I think that that's not helped by Daniel Levy. Allowing them into Agreed. his office, you know, because he wants some gossip, or he, I don't know, I don't know, I, I'm sure there are many reasons why he does what he does. So that's, yeah. my, that's my take on it, mate. I think that we're, we're going to have an up and down season up until November until it starts to click. And then when it does, I mean, even fifth for me would be amazing. I can imagine oh, course, if we really. get that fifth Champions League spot?
1: Listen, listen I, I, as I said to you, my, my my point on this law has always been: I have, There's no for me. There's no expectation as long as he doesn't relegate us, which I don't think he will. We're too good to get relegated on this on the basis of all this. But for me and my my theory has always been: as long as he doesn't relegate us, I don't care. We need to start implementing. And listen, it's going to take maybe three, maybe even four transfer windows to get rid of. The majority of the absolute dross that we've got at Tottenham, it could yeah, people to think all of a sudden we're going to get rid of fifteen players. It's not going to happen. Like it might take maybe four windows. It, we might have to keep the likes of Dyer and Sanchez with one year left on their contracts, so they go next year on a free. So I think as a fan base, we just have to be a bit more calmer and a bit more sensible and go. We're in such a mess. We're nowhere near like that. But if listen. The only one thing I, the only caveat I will say though is is by playing one, one game a week that does put you in a good stead if we've got a smaller squad that can actually start connecting and gelling quite well we might get a bit lucky that way
0: yeah I, I spoke to a, a mate of mine who's a celtic fan and he said before Poch came to Celtic we were a bit like um a bit like you guys in that we kept players and we wouldn't really shift them on too quickly then poch came in and he came in by himself you know he, he inherited the coaching staff that was there and when he doesn't want a player around they're gone they're dead to him yep and boy do we need stuff like that at spurs by the way i just read something interesting because i was going to ask you a question about the director at football sporting director whatever you want to call yep. it Yep. And on football they've said that Fabio Paratici maintains strong influence at yep. Spurs. See, I've I've always thought that was probably the case. Yeah, it, come, it,
1: it comes across it, 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 it. a lot of people's the, theories that he was still he's From what I've read, he's actually working as a consultant at Tottenham uh, because it. I think because of some of the stuff he got got dropped, some of the charges got like yeah. some of the things got left over so he's allowed to work as a consultant not not work for the, as an employee of the football club
0: yeah I, I personally don't mind and I'll tell you why I don't mind because he had quite a few players probably lined up to come in anyway maybe for Conte but maybe not I'm pretty sure that Daniel Levy knew that he wasn't going to be around mm-hmm. I'm talking about Conte not being around probably even yeah. for Atticci And such as Vicario, for instance, I'm sure that that's one of the players and that's one of the reasons why Fabio is still there. And there's maybe one or two others that, you know, we've got some coals in the fire that he's still there on. I always did find it a bit strange that we didn't sign a a director of football, but we went around the other way and got a manager in instead. But personally, I don't think and maybe I'm wrong, but I don't think that position is needed. Now, before anyone kills me, I think it's not needed because if you've got a manager and you've got his boss, which is Scott Munn, and the manager and Ange really does know um, the players and leagues, and we've got a really good scouting network, hopefully a lot bit than we've had before, and they're still implementing it. We're seeing a lot of changes, aren't we, right now? Yeah. Then why do we need this one person to go out and do the deals when we've got Scott Munn i think that maybe that the position might be slightly changed or it might evolve
1: yeah no i th- i think you i think the thing is i think it's it's understanding what the the basis of what scott munn's role is going to be because of him seen conflict things that he he's going to be involved in football or no he's not going to be involved in sort of the sort of recruitment side of players but so I'm hearing conflicting things. So I think it all. I think you could be right. I think if we're not getting a director of football, it could be because Scott Mum might be that role. Might be that actually that him and him and Postacoglu are happy to work together. Which, if that's the case, there's nothing wrong with that. I just, I just, I just think. Listen, if if a director of football comes in, then great. But it has to be the right one. The right one has to come in. It's not gonna have. It can't just be any old person. If that makes sense.
0: No, I know, but where would he fit? And this is my, like, for instance, I'm, I own a business, right? And if I have, if I have someone, let's as I've got a brand and marketing agency, and let's just say I have someone who is in charge of social media, that they're they're responsible for the visuals, for the content, for the growth, uh, for campaigns, for reporting, analytics, for a lot of it, right? But what what they have is depending on how many clients we have, they can't do it all themselves. So they have various people under them to manage this. And then what they do is they they will review uh, the reports and they'll make sure that everything is happening as it should. And if we've got Scott Munn in that position, then what would a director of football do? Because normally you have the manager or the coach reporting in to the director of football. But I think that Ange is going to be reporting directly to Scott Munn. So that's why I don't know where a director of football per se would fit in. I I can understand a head of recruitment coming in, but not a director of football. If you know what I mean.
1: Yeah. No. I th- I think as I said, you you could be right. Listen, we might we might even recruit within and just have a head head, head scout, chief scout, whatever you want to call it. Um. So I I, I agree. Um. I I I agree. I think I think it's. For me, I I am happy either way. All for me, all I want is as long as it's the right thing for the football club. If the if the manager has said, listen, I know who I want, these are the players I want, then why do we need a middleman? So I think it's I think it's all valid in a sense, and it's all about what what is wanted by the manager. I think we have to do the right thing on him at the moment.
0: Yeah, definitely. And I've just seen that Bayern Munich have made a bid for Kane. Yeah, you have yep. you've seen that. Which, yeah,
1: Harry. Yeah, I think it was a rejected bid of um, seventeen million pounds plus ten in add-ons. But yeah, I think I think this is a, this is such a polarizing conversation, and I've been getting stick today because of it, because I just said, I'm, I'm, I'm 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 shocked into thinking that people have this feeling that Kane cares about so much about getting the, um. Premier League um, uh, top goal scorer thing, all time top goal scorer. When I sit back and I sit and think, why does he not want to win trophies? I think I think people have to talk about ambition here. And listen, I love Harry Kane. I always have to I always have to stipulate this when I have this conversation because people think all of a sudden I hate Harry Kane. No, I think Harry Kane's one of the most I think he's one of the greatest strikers we've ever seen in this football club, if not in the Premier League. And I just I sit back and I go. A player of his calibre needs to be winning trophies. How can he? He must look around the England squad and seeing Declan Rice start winning one, looking around, everyone seeming to have winners medals. He sits there and Brian Hills on holiday with his uh, Europa League medal round his neck, and dombele has got a Serie A League winners win medal, and he must sit there and go, "What have I got to do?" And listen, but people saying about the Premier League. What? And then I've heard people say that the Bundesliga is a epoxy Bundesliga. And I was like, what? It, just the, the absolute nonsense like that. Listen, do I want Harry Kane to go? No, because he's a great player. But do I expect him to go? Yes, because if he's got ambition to win stuff, he should. not. It's not about me here, not about what my feelings are, but it's about what Harry Kane wants. Harry Kane should want to leave to go and win stuff. And if he doesn't... When you hear rival fans calling him a serial loser, you sit back and go, if he doesn't go and leave for the likes of Bayern Munich, are people like that right or wrong? I don't know. I'd love to to know what you think on it.
0: So you're saying that he should leave us?
1: If, no, I think if for himself, listen, this is nothing about what I want, but if Harry Kane wants to go down as one of the greatest ever players to not win something, he has to. And when I say not winning, I'm not on about winning. uh going, at, leaving at 36 and going to the MLS and winning that trophy. I'm not on about that. I'm on about winning one of the top five league in the top five leagues in the world, which the Bundesliga is in, and going to one of the best teams in the world in Bayern Munich. Surely he's mad if he stays. No,
0: I, I don't know. So, I'll, um if I was to ask you to name five squad players in the last five seasons who have won the Premier League or ten Yeah. I don't know if we could maybe you could I, I know that I couldn't
1: what five five just squad what, players so
0: squad players who made less than ten appearances I, there's, there's a reason for this madness but if I, know, we
1: were, I know I think I know what road you're trying to go down so like the likes of like, I don't think I don't know how many Calvin Phillips played the likes of Scott Carson at Man City he's a good example yeah
0: um,
1: I'm just trying to throw, I mean throw a few names in the hat of it of I know what you're. Tra- I guess um, there are a few names, but I'm assuming you're going to go down the hat of. i I let you art say it
0: though. Yeah. So, in, now, I believe that if he stays at Spurs, he will smash Shearer's or in the Premier League actually, not just at Spurs, but he will smash Shearer's Premier League scoring record. Now, unfortunately, agree, yeah. there's stay- this there's this robot. So it There's this robot now called Haaland who might have a thing or two to say about that if he sticks around. But I'll tell you what, if in 10 or 15 years you were to say, well, listen, in, 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 in 2023, name name five players who won the league that season. Some people wouldn't even remember which team won the league. But if you say, yeah. who is the Premier League top scorer? Because there can only be one.
1: Yeah, but, but but there's a big difference though here. And this is the massive difference. A, a record can be broken. Being a league champion can't be broken. You can't change that. And that's the huge difference. Listen, ha- this let's just say for argument's sake, I don't think he will, but let's just say for argument's sake, Harlan stays at Man City for his career. He'll break Kane's record if he keeps scoring in the level he's scoring at. He'll break it easily. And I think this is the key point. He's scoring goals at twenty two. Kane wasn't scoring the amount of goals he was at twenty two.
0: Well he's never he's never scored that many
1: that, that that that's what I mean. I'm on about. I'm on. That's exactly. I mean, he scored. He scored over what sixty goals in in all competitions. Harlan, thirty six in the league. I just. I. am not. I'm not. I, I. By the way, I don't think Harlan does stay at Man City for the rest of his career. I think he'll go on to Real Madrid and he'll go. But my point being is, is the key word is ambition. What's Harry Kane's ambition? Where is his ambition? Because listen. Look at how many other team players have gone on and won stuff, gone on and won stuff, and these these are players, by the way, that are absolute terrible compared to him, terrible. Yet, yeah, I don't. I just think I just think it's I think it, as Spurs fans we want to clutch on so hard to Harry Kane that we're scared of it, we're scared to lose him, but we have to we have to be we have to be in the real world here. One day, Harry Kane will not be a Tottenham player. There'll be The day will come when he's not a Tottenham player. It might happen this summer. It might happen next summer. He might sign a contract and there'll be a time when he leaves and retires from football. Let's just say he stays at Tottenham for the rest of his career, just hypothetically. I think Spurs fans are so reliant on Harry Kane because he's the only player that resembles the love of the game at Tottenham at the moment. And, and, and it's a sorry sight because Harry Kane's probably the only one that and it, it does for me as well, by the way, that he's the only one that I can, re- um, what's the word, like resonate with. I can resonate with Harry Kane. I can, I'm very, like, you can see he wants to do so much, his football club, but he's put his own career on hold for this football club. When has this football club done anything for this man to go, do you know what? We're going to show you that we want to go and win the league. We want to show you that we want to win Champions Leagues, Euro- Euro- European trophies. As I said, he must look over and look at his mate Declan Rice in England and go, even you've won a trophy. like." And, I, and I'm, so, I'm sorry, the, the notion that being top goal scorer in the Premier League is bigger than a trophy. Sorry, I, I can't because that records get broken. Trophies
0: don't. I know, I understand, but a record like this one doesn't get broken too often.
1: No, 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 it, it doesn't, but it will get broken is my point. It, listen, no. everyone said at the time when Shearer did it, when, nah, no one will ever break it. And then along came a guy from Chingford. So for me, this is the point of it for me. When people go, oh, it, it doesn't get broken. No, it doesn't. But I, I say this and I say this on my on my streams all the time. Hypothetically, in 10, 15 years time, Spurs play Leicester in an FA Cup final, hypothetically, and they bring along... Um, two legends of both clubs jamie vardy and harry kane does harry kane want to be the guy when they put their little banner up at the bottom as all-time goal scorer and then when they see jamie vardy's it's premier league winner fa cup winner kane deserves better because he's a better player than uh jamie vardy. He's a much better player than jamie uh, vardy. i i he agree he deserves better
0: i agree he does 100 it's just that i'm thinking that imagine if he had gone at the beginning of last season, the season's just gone, and we didn't have his goals. We may have been relegated, and that's the only reason why I'm saying let's try and keep this guy for as long as possible because I I think that he will be he will be um, at the top of his game for another I would say five years, five seasons, he, he will, six seasons. But, but,
1: but he will. Uh, you're you're right. Yes, the goals he scored, but we may we may need to take that that plaster off. Harry Kane's the plaster at this football club. Maybe we need to take it off and go, guys, he's not here anymore. We need to start working as a football team, not let's give it to Harry Kane for him to do absolutely wonders on it. This is me being a massive advocate of Harry Kane for, out of his own respect. This is, and by the way, by the way, this is nothing to do with what my, me and your thoughts are. This is about him. Does, does staying at Tottenham and sacrificing his career, his short-term career, which is all football players have short-term careers in football. Sacrificing it for what? When he could go out and win stuff.
0: Could it be, though, that he's... This is a bit boring, what I'm going to say, though, but that he's settled? You know, when you look at Harry Kane, but, what do you see? You see a family, man. You see someone yeah. who's been with his with his woman but, for, for how many years? and.
1: But is that not a lazy argument though? Because you could argue that with loads of players. Look how many players we sign from all across all across Europe and they all come with they all come with their families, their young kids, all move over to the UK or England, sorry, and play for Man United, Man City, Liverpool, Arsenal, Tottenham and all this lot. Why is it one rule for Harry Kane and his family? And one rule for everyone else that seems to do it. No. Look at you usually and Old Messi. He's just moving his. He's moving his family again from Paris to Miami.
0: No, I'm. I'm I, look, I think everyone's different. I'm just. I'm. Look, there's something there that that has stopped the guy really, really pushing for a move because oh. you've seen it with think, so many other players, yeah. right? They he he did kick up a little bit of a. Basically, it was like a tiny little fart in twenty twenty one with City. Yep, he didn't go nowhere near the full hog. Of he, he could, have, right, and he, and he didn't. Of course,
1: I think I think he thought with that, and this is this is just me being my the- theoretical thought. Of it. I think he thought that Man City were one hundred percent all in for him. I think he thought, do you know what? I don't. I can I can have like my cake and eat it kind of sort of thing. I don't have to kick up that big of a fuss so the fans don't hate me. Enough. The fans won't hate me, but Man City will pay the money, and I'll be at Manchester City. And I think he genuinely thought that, and then realising that they went and, got and put a hundred million pound and bought Jack Grealish, and went, oh no, what do I do? And I think this time he's gonna, if he does it, he has to do this thing differently. Like, and and I just I just find it I just I'll be honest I just find it very strange at the moment from our fan base at the moment that are sitting there going he won't go there. Why wouldn't he go to Bayern Munich? They're one of the biggest teams in the world. Why wouldn't he go there? Like, I don't get... I don't Listen, and I always say it's about Paul. What did Tottenham have? That, what What? What did Tottenham have that Bayern Munich seemingly don't have? Because I don't understand what staying at Tottenham benefits him in any way at the moment.
0: I, for me, it's the only thing that I can put it down to. It's, it's non-footballing things.
1: But, but, you know. then on, but, then, but then on that basis then, can you then question his ambition as a football player?
0: Well, what would you do then if tomorrow it comes out that he's signed a new five-year contract at Tottenham? What would you think of him?
1: Um, if what would I think of him, I'd be like, oh my God, that's amazing, we've got Harry Kane. But, I'll, but on the other thought, I'd go, this is a man that hasn't got ambition to win stuff. I'll be honest. I'll say it is, I love Harry Kane. I always say this, I've got pictures all up on my wall in my here where I live out here. But... If he signs a new contract at Tottenham, I would love it. As a fan, I would love it. But me, if I put took my Tottenham hat off, and I went and I'd gone, he doesn't. He hasn't got ambition to go and win everything. Like, and I think, and I, and I always sit there and I always say, these football players talk. How many? You, I, I, I said this to someone. How many of the England team that played the other? Well, not necessarily the other day because that was more of a rotation the other day. But the England team that. The, the regular England team look how many of those have got winners medals around their necks how many of them are there he's the captain by the way this is the leader of it look at everyone else I think the only other one I worked I think I worked out the other day and it was Jordan Pickford was the only one of that team that hasn't hasn't won a trophy hasn't won silverware surely he must sit there and go I want a taste of that. And would would he would he if he went to Bayern Munich tomorrow? Hypothet- it's obviously a massive hypothetical. If he went to Bayern Munich tomorrow, does he regret it?
0: I can't. I mean, I can't speak for him. Will he win a trophy? More than likely. Will he win two trophies in one season? More than likely, yes.
1: He could go and win the treble with Bayern Munich because it's they're they're that level of team that can go and win the Bundesliga, the Pokal, and then go and win the Champions League. Do you know what I mean? Like. And, and I just I just sit back and I think and I go I Love the man. This is I always I love Harry Kane for everything. He's done at this football club But I sit back and go you outgrew us years ago, and you're still here trying your hardest How many more brass rings does he have to take for him to be here? and I, I and listen is 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 the only reason the fans want him to stay so deeply is it just down on selfish matters now because we're Tottenham fans?
0: For me personally, it's because to replace someone like Harry Kane, uh, actually, I might have to rephrase the answer because maybe in a Postacoglu team, where the number nine doesn't really do what Harry does, he's a bit of a sacrificial lamb. And yeah. if you if you do watch how how Celtic played, and I I, I mean to my wife's detriment, I did and if you and i don't normally do this i mean i i failed at most things when i did some tests but for some reason i did more prep work on on postocoglu than anything else but the way that that the striker needs to play in a postocoglu system is someone who will who has got super high energy presses really really high and what he does is he takes players out of positions so that you've got then the number eight, 10, and then the wingers come into play with their triangles to then create the chances and most likely score. So in this system, do I believe that he's indispensable? No, but I've not seen this system at Spurs yet. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? But right now, what do I think? Well, if we were to lose him, we are losing one of the world's greatest number tens and number mm-hmm. nines. In one.
1: Okay, no, I get I get all that. And, and that, that for, I do,
0: I, but I, that that for me, Perchie, is is the big like how do you replace one of the greatest number nines, you as you said. But, you can't but you, don't, right?
1: but you don't you don't replace Harry Kane, But What you do is you do what other teams do when they lose talismans is you go, we're gonna find a way to do it. Look how many times we've done this with other talismans at this football club. We did it with Burbatov, we found a way after Bale, we found a way after Modric. Do you know what I mean? We found ways to just go, do you know what? Yes, we, we had to suffer. But listen, I, as I always say, there is going to be a time, as a Spurs fan, that we're going to see Harry Kane's last game. That's that's not that's not me being hyperbolic. That's fact. Harry Kane's not going to be here forever. And it, is, is it not right, though? And i always said this before. As I said, I'm not here trying to advocate for Harry Kane to go. I'm talking about it from both perspectives. As a fan, I go, of course I want him to stay. He's amazing. But I'm talking about... I think for me, it's more about him as a player. I think that's the key part. I don't think... I don't think it even matters what us as fans want because it should be what Harry Kane wants to do because he should be the one that's in charge of this situation.
0: Well, he is right now, right? He is. I mean... Hmm. And at the end of the day, he, he... he could go, and he, he might have done already, gone to Levy and said, "Man and, and possibly haven't officially started yet, not for another four days or, or five days. He, he could have gone and said, listen, if a bid comes in, what amount are you willing to let me go at? And Levy might have said to him, if it comes in for 100 million, I'll let you go.
1: Yeah. I think I think, I think think the fee's going to be around 80 to 100 million if you, to let Harry Kane go. I think you'll get that will be the figure that will be... I think it will be eight, like something on the basis of 80 million plus add-ons and some sort of world... Some sort of classification in that sense. But yes, I but just,
0: but then he ain't going to buy Munich. Because why? they uh, they won't spend that sort of money. Not when but they can I'd, get Ossiman. Not when they can get him, who's, think, who's really been in Germany. No, I, I don't think for 30... Is he, how old is he, by the way? Is he 30? Hurricane's
1: 29. He'll be 30 in July. In July, right? Yeah, so... I yeah, don't
0: think they're going to spend that kind of cash.
1: I, I bet you they do. Do you think I, so? I, I I bet you they'll put the money down. They'll put they'll put they'll put. They've already put had a, a seventy million plus ten in add-ons rejected. So that that is that is happening, and the fact is is that and this is the one thing I said on Twitter and people miss that completely miss it. The fact that a bid's been placed tells me that Bayern Munich are confident they can sign Harry Kane. Tells me that they're confident that Harry Kane wants to join them, because teams teams don't just place bids unless they've got an inkling that they'll be able to sign their man, because they don't waste their time. But teams don't just the way the way it works in this is the the they get their agent starts they start making negotiations with the agent saying look what does he want blah, blah, blah. he wants to do this that and the other. I just feel that that this is one of those and the thing is is the key one for me here is. It's not even about if Harry Kane comes, stays or goes. I think, do you know what? I think that conversation actually, it kind of doesn't matter. I think he only goes if Harry Kane wants to go. And the fee, the right fee is on the table. But the next question is, and genuinely this is the next question. It's, I don't want to see this happening all the way up until the 1st of September. This has to be one of those conversations where you go, Harry... Are you signing a new contract? Because we've just had an offer for 70 odd million quid for you. If you're not going to sign a new contract, we will be expecting this money and we're going to let you go. Or he signs a new contract and he stays us. I think they're the only two genuine options. I think if there's... I agree, mate.
0: I think the third one, if I can just come in there. Sorry to interrupt you, but I think the third one would be... That we are not selling to any other Premier League team. You can go for free at the end of this season. Yeah, but,
1: but we're not, this is Bayern Munich, though, isn't it? It's yeah, like no, Bayern exactly,
0: Munich. exactly. So, so that's it. Because Bayern have put this in, then we'll let you go to them if they hit this price point. So, yeah. what, do, what do you want to do? But 100%, this cannot trickle down throughout the entire. I mean, for the tenure of, the, of our manager that's just started and for the chief uh, football officer who's just started as well, we're, we're trying to make ground on a new Tottenham Hotspur, do you know what I mean? And, and for this to cloud it all would be absolutely disastrous.
1: Great. Absolutely agree. And I think the new Tottenham, when we say in air quotes the new Tottenham Hotspur, and hear me out, this, this is not me advocating it, but this is just my theory. Is the start of a new Tottenham Hotspur the best thing without Harry Kane? And I know it sounds absolutely wild coming out of my mouth, but hear me out. You're right. You said earlier, the number, the number nine plays a bit of a backseater role in a, in a sit seat, seat, team. Plays a bit like a false nine kind of role where they end up dropping in. The two wingers start becoming the most crucial attacking players. Wouldn't it be sensible for Spurs to go, do you know what? If we get... A so- oh, I think Harry Kane can play any position, by the way. This is not about Harry Kane, but would harry kane want to play that if harry kane holds weight that he goes listen i get that this is your system but i just hit 30 goals in the league last season with this team and i can't with this team this
0: with this but, team imagine the but, team that he's got 30 so, goals in
1: but that's what i mean with this team i'm scoring 30 league goals and you're trying to tell me that i've got to play some system no no no. i play up top you get the ball to me and i'll score goals and my point being is is I'm not saying Carrie Kane undermines the manager by the way that's not my thing because I think he's an optimum professional it's not what I'm saying but my, my point being is, is he must sit there and go no 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 I don't want to play like this I want to go the ball to my feet in the in the, in the six yard box and I'll score goals anywhere in that area so we're then going to have to have a manager that changes the way that his system is
0: but he won't he won't we know that no, so, uh, so, so I've come round to your level of thinking actually yep Because he won't, he won't budge. And even though he's like hit the big time, I'm talking about Antipo Stokoglou at Spurs, if Daniel Levy says to him, by the way, you have to play Harry Kane in the way that he wants, he'll tell him to fuck off. He'll say, listen, where do I go and get my P45? You know, and and I've, so yeah, I sort of agree with you. I, I think that maybe, maybe it's right on all fronts that if a bid does come in from a team that isn't in the Premier League, hopefully a few caveats are thrown into that, such as we get first option on Harry Kane mm-hmm. when you want to sell him. And if we do good by him, then he might come back and get the Premier League record he, with he us. Might,
1: he, he might he might, do. And listen, this is the thing, the key point about it. He like, I think he's at an age now where he and listen, this is what I'm saying, I feel like I'm repeating myself, and I don't mean to, but I'm saying, I think this is the moment where Harry Kane is at a real crossroads in his career. Does he want to go down as one of the greatest players never to win anything? Or does he want to go down as someone that was super, unbelievably loyal at the, at the club that he loves, and then goes abroad... And goes and wins and dominates the Bundesliga because he'll go and win the gold the golden boot in, in for for Bayern Munich. He'll go and win the league and he'll go and win stuff. And we and we're actually gonna. And and I don't normally say it, but Harry Kane seems to be the absolute. Harry Kane seems to be the um the, the difference in the rule, so to speak, for me. Because normally I sit there and go once the player leaves, I don't really care like blah, blah blah have a good time. But I actually want Harry Kane to go and win stuff like because. I actually sit there and go, this this player deserves so much more than he gets. And he's been treated like crap at Tottenham in so long. And for me, I just sit back and I go, I don't want him to go. But if he does go, I'll be like, do you know what, fair play, because you deserved this years and years ago. That's my theory on it.
0: Yeah, I agree. Well, listen, mate, it's been a really short show at uh, 43 minutes. I was expecting <laughs> like a 20-minute quick pilot episode but it's alright I think there's the, um, a lot there's a lot more did to you come see the,
1: did you see the news as well just the sort of breaking news is that oh, what? the goalkeeper signed today
0: oh is just he? Now, oh, was it just now
1: literally f- as we literally as, we were street, as we've were as we been on a, a recording this uh, the goalkeeper has signed Vicario has confirmed as a Tottenham player.
0: oh and they're, they're calling it. I've just read the second Antipostokoglu signing are they really oh. saying Kulosevsky was the first come on guys
1: oh, no you can't do that that's so, the third one will be in a few days as well when we confirm Pedro Porro. So.
0: Oh, he is on loan, isn't he? Apparently, yeah, so, well, well, apparently the Madison ones, uh, if you believe what the athletics uh, normally do, it seems to be uh, happening.
1: Well, I, I read somewhere, and don't quote me, anyone quote me on this that's listening, that probably by, by the time you listen, more, something might happen, but that actually that Leicester need him to go bef- very similar to the Richarlison deal, that he needs to go. Before the 1st of January, because that's when their like year changes. So the FFP, they need the money to come in before they need us. We need they need us to sign in before the 1st of July. So let's watch this space. We might end up seeing something with the whole James Madison thing, because again, don't quote me on it. That could be complete and utter rubbish, but they've got a bit of an FFP thing that they need the money to come in this side of the year then the new year.
0: Well, it so, makes it makes know. sense makes sense
1: so there, there are there are a lot of people were talking about that as I said it was it's not come from anyone reliable it's just people talking saying that they've heard it from this person and this person so it could it could just be a Chinese whispers, so to speak but we 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 don't we will find out nearer the time but it'll be interesting but listen I think the goalkeeper good luck to him Ob he as well and if we, we get James Madison in and then we go and get a couple of center ras can't be complaining about that
0: no me. no we can't Time. Well, look, it's been fantastic. Good fun. I've yeah, had fun. Same, me too. And uh, I think we might do this in the next two weeks. We'll see. Uh, we'll, we'll put it on Twitter, and if we get like seven and a half listeners, I think we'll do another one. What do you think?
1: Sounds good to me. Yeah, I mean, definitely sounds good to me.
0: Cool, cool. Well, lovely, and we'll catch you lot on the next one. Anything you want to plug, by the way, before we go?
1: Oh, listen. Uh, yeah, I mean, you can. I thought we do a bit um, socials at the Perchy on Twitter. Um, at the Perchy TV on YouTube, at the Perchy TV on Instagram, and at the Perchy TTV on Twitch. That's me.
0: <laughs> cool. On. Cool, and I'm at James Coyes, but my parents got my name with a Y in it, so J A Y M E S Coyes, not Daniel. And uh, yeah, that's where you find me. I've got about I don't know twenty followers. I'm not famous at all. I just yeah. talk to people. There you go. Well, that's it then. We'll catch you on the next one. Cheers. Bye. Ciao.